Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Friday, February 10th. This is just not Mike Pence's week. He's gotten a subpoena in the special counsel January 6th investigation, and now federal investigators have found more classified material at his home in Indiana. The FBI searched former Vice President Mike Pence's Indiana home today to see if they could find any more classified documents where they shouldn't be. You'll recall the timeline here that Mike Pence, when it was first revealed that President Biden had some classified material found in his post-vice presidential office in D.C. and then in his home in Wilmington, Delaware, Mike Pence was asked if he had any classified material. He said no. That turned out not to be true because he and his team went back and his lawyers looked and they did find and immediately turned over to the FBI and DOJ these documents. Well, since there is now a special counsel investigating former President Trump, President Biden, and while there's no formal special counsel investigation of Pence, He's now the third major player, former president or vice president or sitting president, to have documents. It was only due diligence, obviously, of the Department of Justice to send the FBI to do its own comprehensive search and not just rely on what the Pence operation put up, which, by the way, is exactly what happened with President Biden. And that search was conducted today, and they found more classified material where it shouldn't be. For the very latest on what the FBI found in today's search, here's my CNN colleague. Right now, this document, we don't know what it is exactly. We don't know what level of classification it is. And we don't know why it wasn't discovered before in Mike Pence's Indiana home. But we do know now that the FBI, after an unrestricted search of that home outside Indianapolis, they were there for five hours and they did remove one classified document that was found today, plus an additional six pages of documents without classified markings on them. The FBI has taken that uh, back and will be looking at it. So this, again, is going to create that bipartisan movement for rethinking what is clearly a flawed system in dealing with the closing out of administrations and the handling of classified material. It, It clearly isn't going according to plan. Sources tell CNN that Pence's Washington, D.C. office is also going to be eventually searched as well for any potential classified material there. Now, Pence was not at home during the search, and this was done totally in consultation and coordination with his team that have been completely willing and cooperative participants in the manner, a total contrast to his former boss, Donald Trump, and those documents in Mar-a-Lago where The archives sought them for months, and Trump is now under investigation for potential obstruction of justice, and DOJ had to go and get a court order against Trump's will to go in and search and seize those documents. So this is once again showing sort of Pence and Biden behaving one way and Donald Trump on an island behaving differently. So where was Pence? Why wasn't he at his home? Well, his daughter gave birth to a grandchild of his this week. So he's on the West Coast with his family, obviously celebrating that wonderful occasion of a new life in their family. And congratulations to the Pence family. Now, when Pence did find the original documents in his home last month, you'll recall he took full responsibility for it. Now, while I was not aware that those classified documents were in our personal residence, let me be clear. Those classified documents should not have been in my personal residence. Mistakes were made, and I take full responsibility 
Now, Pence said that as a contrast with Joe Biden, who at every turn, when has been asked about this or his team asked about this, really sought to downplay it and just say, at the end of the day, it'll be nothing. In fact, Biden sort of portrayed it as much ado about nothing. He took a different tack here, and Pence did so deliberately to try and show a contrast with somebody he is seeking to run against, potentially, in the 2024 presidential race. In fact, President Biden was once again asked about the documents and what was found this week in an interview with PBS NewsHour. The best of my knowledge, the kinds of things they picked up are things that are from 1974 and stray papers. There may be something else I don't know. But one of the things that happened is that what was not done well is as they packed up my offices to move them, They didn't do the kind of job that should have been done to go thoroughly through every single piece of literature that's there. But uh, I just let the the investigation have, you know, decide what's going on and, and we'll see what happens. The documents are not the only DOJ headache on Mike Pence's plate this week. We learned just yesterday, following months of negotiations with the Department of Justice and the special counsel Jack Smith looking into the January 6th matter, so a separate investigation from the documents case, Mike Pence has now been served with a subpoena. Now, this is not terribly surprising. Mike Pence wrote about his conversations in the lead up to and on the day of January 6th with President Trump in a book that he published last year. That gave the Justice Department an opening that Mike Pence did not keep that information privileged. Now, there's still going to be a fight over executive privilege here of how much Mike Pence can testify to, what he can turn over since he was a sitting vice president to a sitting president. But Mike Pence is trying to negotiate a place where he can provide testimony or information that doesn't violate executive privilege and helps the special counsel's investigation, meaning we are in an astonishing scenario where a former vice president of the United States has been subpoenaed for documents and testimony in a federal criminal probe under a special counsel with a target of his boss, his former boss, the former president of the United States. Oh, and by the way, the two may be running against each other in the 2024 Republican primary. It just, you know, if you would pitch that to a Hollywood studio, they may not have bought it. As you know, Pence ultimately did the right thing on the 6th of January, and his relationship with Trump apparently is forever severed because of it. He did a CNN town hall with my colleague Jake Tapper last fall and had this to say about that time. I'll never forget on uh, on January 4th, we had another meeting. He asked me to hear out his lawyers. I made it clear that I didn't believe I had the authority he was being told that I had to reject or return votes to the states. Uh, But we spoke amicably, and the president left for the helicopter to go to that rally in Georgia. And just to pour salt in the wound for Mike Pence this week, there's a brand new poll from Monmouth University that shows him in the very low single digits compared to Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis when Republican voters are asked just an open-ended question of who they'd like to see as the 2024 nominee. About a third say Trump, about a third say DeSantis, and again, the former vice president here, who is stuck in a vice because he's alienated from the Trump base, because Trump sort of disowned him after January 6th and the fallout from that. And yet he's not the champion of the anti-Trump wing because he was so closely associated with the four years of the Trump administration as a loyal lieutenant. So it makes Mike Pence's political path a particularly tricky one. And these extra legal woes, well, they're certainly not helping him out this week. 
That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like the show, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. CNN Political Briefing is a product of CNN Audio. Abby Swanson is our executive producer. Greg Peppers is our supervising producer. Fez Jamil is our senior producer. Our episodes are produced by Krista Bowe and Anna Sterling. We'll be back Monday. When you work, you work next level. And when you play, you play next level. And when it's time to sleep, Sleep Number smart beds are designed to embrace your uniqueness, providing you with high-quality sleep every night. Sleep next level. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599. Save $300 for a limited time, only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Prices higher in Alaska and Hawaii.